previously on Labrador Leadership. We're trying to really help the local community first. And if we get our production ramped up and we're able to satisfy them, we'll open it up and see if outside markets need any help with it, Tara Bergio went on to say. They're producing the shields for more than the hospital system. They're making them for Guilford, Alamance, and Randolph County Sheriff's offices. Bergio says it was an easy decision to add the shields to production and that it's been a positive experience for everybody. She says, you just see a sense of community and pride, and you're just consistently hearing those feel-good stories about people doing what they can do to help, and I think that's what people need Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly, the program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Hey now, everybody. Thanks for coming back. How are you? A uh, little update on the news here. Robert Roy Britt, writing for Elemental on Medium.com, has a great piece out there now on uh, entitled The COVID-19 Pandemic Has Only Just Begun. That can be kind of depressing at the title, but uh, he makes a good case for that. Uh, The worst outbreaks in the U.S. so far have occurred in a relatively handful of large cities and other places. And the curve will come to communities large and small in the coming weeks. And already there are some rural areas that are seeing an outbreak. And it's just a matter of time for most of the country, apparently. And this may be just the first wave of a pandemic that could return in multiple seasons if we can't contain it. Uh, He quotes Michael Mina, who's a professor of epidemiology at Harvard Chan School of Public Health. This is an extraordinarily transmissible virus, and I think it's more transmissible than we recognize. Mina doesn't have much faith in the accuracy or extent of the testing so far. He says we don't know if we've been 10 times off or 100 times off in terms of the cases. I tend to lean more, he says, to being 50 or 100 times off. Well, if that's the case, that could mean this. That could mean instead of more than a million cases worldwide right now, there could be 10 million or even 100 million. That means that orders to stay at home could last not weeks, but months. The effects are indeed going to be grave, no matter what the actual number is, and it's all coming soon. Uh, The article points us out to the data, which is being kept very well at Johns Hopkins University, on how we're flattening the curve. And, uh, you know, a flattened curve looks like a curve that's been flattened, if you could see it visually. If I was on the video, I could do it now and flatten a curve for you. But on the data they have there, showing the uh, the 10 most impacted countries, the curve is still ramping up very steeply. Just a couple of days ago, there was a downtick. And when you look at the line chart, the downtick is indeed the flattening of the curve. But 
I think that's just a little niche in the data. So every state is going to have their own curve and their own peak. And Mina agrees with that. There's another twist, though, that he says is going to play out. It's known that people that have health conditions are greater risk for severe symptoms or worse from coronavirus. And areas that have a high proportion of people who have heart disease and diabetes may experience more severe numbers in other areas. He uh, shows us Memphis, New Orleans, and Atlanta as three examples. These areas that have been hit, hit very hard. So cities, counties, municipalities, those that have been fortunate enough to have watched it, the trouble unfold to such a mass elsewhere have had the opportunity to take strong actions, like in Ohio, where the governor there, Mike DeWine, issued a strong stay-at-home order on March 23rd, saying this, we haven't faced an enemy like we are facing in 102 years. We are at war. That strict order and other physical distancing measures help explain why Ohio is only about of one-fourth as many cases as its neighbor, Michigan, says Dr. Robert Salato of Ohio Case Western Reserve. 70% of all counties probably already have at least one outbreak. So there'll be a kind of second wave, says Dr. Harvey Feinberg, president of Gordon and Betty Moore Foundation, philanthropic organization. The choice begins with a forceful force campaign to eradicate. Not meaning to flatten the curve, but to crush the curve. This is what China did in Wuhan, he says. We could do this in this country in 10 weeks, but it would take more steps. Establishing a unified command at the federal level and for each state. Solving the shortage of protective gear for healthcare workers. And making available millions of diagnostic tests. And all of this is fueled by still another question. Whether COVID-19 will subside when the warm weather comes. And that's often typical of some of these viruses and the flu. But the medical experts say don't bank on it. Unlike seasonal influenza or common colds where the transmission chains get easier to break in warm, humid summer months, especially amongst communities with herd immunity, we can't count on COVID-19 relenting because of change of season. So we're still fighting to break the chain of transmission. I'll share another story with you from people that are on the lines. This story written by uh, Lovia Garkier. I apologize for the pronunciation. Writing about a pharmacist, Tanvir Hussein, age 68, in Poughkeepsie, New York. He told her, my biggest concern is that I am in my late 60s and I have a heart condition. I feel nervous. And it is concerning when I see people who are coughing or have a runny nose come up to us. I know that my immune system may not be as strong as I think it is. My wife doesn't worry, 
but she does remind me every day to take precautions. She's stronger than I am. I'm wearing a mask. I've started wearing gloves too. But you know, I took an oath when I became a pharmacist to provide service at any cost. And I'm going to do that. It's Stanver Hussein, Poughkeepsie, New York. Folks, thanks for checking in today. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. It's Good Friday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Saturday. Have a great weekend. Please stay safe. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. See ya.